Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wakeham kicking out North Loomer's way. Here comes Dayden. Scramble. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, g'day guys. Welcome back to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. It is Thursday, 7 p.m. We're here for the countdown show for the Insight NRL show. Here to kind of, uh, I guess, talk through any questions that you have for trades. We'll talk through our final trades as well. Have a look at the trending trades. There's some pretty wacky ones going on that we'll give our thoughts on. Uh, and plenty more. The show's sponsored by The Standard Squeeze, helping you drink responsibly and conveniently. Use the code INSIGHT15 to get yourself 15% off all their awesome stuff. I'm the Supercoach Brain, and the Supercoach Matrix is with me, mate. How's your week been? Mate, I've been crook as a dog. Um, so this will be a, uh, a good little distraction from that. I'll try and get the mute right for my little uh, for my little cops. But I... <laughs> Look, I would like to be going to the Broncos Roosters games, but I uh, but my uh, brother and dad's going without me. Oh, my sister's going too. Going without me, um, just because I've been a bit crook. So uh, yeah, watching it from the couch. Yeah, spewing. That'd be actually a really good game tonight to go to as well. Dean, Dean Mariner double and Bron- into Broncos win. Get on. Yeah, it, speaking of. If you're, uh, you know, if you follow Supercoach Guns on Twitter or if you're in our Discord, you would notice that the try map comes out every single week, and it's one of the first things I go and download because I want to know who I'm putting uh, anytime try scorer bets on this weekend. And it looks like there's a couple of nice little targets. One of them you've just mentioned for tonight. So, Dean Marin, a double, you reckon? Yeah, get on in for a double. All right. 
good good start to the pod. A little bit of punting advice for the for the crew here. Got a few people yeah. hopping on, hop in the comments, guys. Drop your questions if you have any questions for the week ahead. We'll answer them all live as we go. That's what this show is dedicated to: answering your trade questions, your captains, vice captains, and all those kinds of things to make sure that you're all sorted for the weekend. All right, <laughs> Mason Miller kicking it off with the absolute beauty. Head to head player, two trades left. Am I fucked? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say you're in a little bit of trouble, Mason. Uh, I mean, look, the fact that you don't have zero is great. You know, we, we've always got to find a silver lining here in Inside NRL, but two trades isn't great, especially when, and we've talked about it a lot throughout the season, is is making sure that those last three rounds are going to hurt people. Broncos buy around 25, Rabbitohs buy around 26, Eels buy around 27. That is going to hurt. Uh, people are going to feel those. Mason, I would suggest hold those two trades, mate, for those last two rounds because then at least you've got a little bit of fallback there. Uh, use them as emergency trades only, I'd say. But hopefully you've got some depth in your squad, mate, and you, you'll be all right. If you've used uh, that many trades, you just, your team's probably in a great position. Um, you just cool. got to pray cool. and hope that there's no injuries and you can cover those uh, cover those buy rounds. That's it. Uh, Jamie St. Clair. Hey, boys, thinking of uh, Torhu Harris to Cam Murray. Have Payne Haas, Tarpany, Stephanie, I'm assuming is um, Stefano in, in front row forward, unless there's a step, unless we're talking mixer NRL fantasy or something and there's NRLW players going on in here, but I'd say Stefano. Yeah, look, if you've got Haas, Tarpany, and Stefano in the front row forwards, I don't think you necessarily need Torhu. I think if you've got the trades, you could probably go Torhu to Cam Murray and free up a little bit of cash. That's, a, that's actually a pretty good trade. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, just as long as you've got the trades, I would probably err to the side of caution if you've got less than six trades. That's probably the number that I'm okay with doing a trade in my front row forward because Harris will just be serviceable um, and he does have a great run home. Maybe he can get an extra couple of try assists because he is that ball playing um, lock as well. Uh, can can jag some try assists if uh, the Warriors rack up. They're playing like, I think they're playing the three bottom bottom tier teams in the last four weeks of the comp or something. Um, yeah, I just I just think Harris will be pretty good, but Murray has a great run too. Maybe just make sure you, that you don't have Luttrell, Murray, Cook, and Cody because there's that by looming for them too. But if not that, that seems like a pretty good trade to me. You still got five trades from next week, so it's still a pretty good spot to be in. I, I'd pull the trigger on that trade to be honest with you. Okay, with, that's with five left. Me, so. mm. yep. Yeah, I've got so I've got six, but I'm going to use two this week and leave myself with four for the run home. Uh, so that basically means my team's complete. As of right now, I reckon next week I'm going to pull the trigger on one more trade that might be a little bit spicy, but I just want a piece of that Warriors pie, and I don't have any at the moment aside from Tohu. So I'm, I've got a trade in mind for next week if everything goes well. Um, all right, Nathan Kembry. Surely Carrigan scores a try tonight on the edge. Yeah, he has been shifted to the edge tonight, so that's not actually a bad shout. Definitely more attacking upside on an edge as opposed to playing at lock for Carrigan. So don't uh, don't mind that one myself. I won't be putting ten dollars on it, but um, yeah, look, I, I'm gonna be cheering for it. G'day, Mark. Mark's joined us again. Luke Roden, uh, VC Latrell or Cody. I, I don't know whether that's a statement or a question. I'm going to treat it as a question and say that I think the upside is just in Latrell, but Cody could honestly go as big, if not bigger, this week against the Tigers. Yeah, um, one of these guys is in my plans to VC as well, uh, but out of and out of those two, I'd definitely go Latrell. I just think there's a high chance of him getting 180, whereas Cody's 
probably there's a chance of him getting up 130. So, yeah, I think maybe Cody's upside's capped a little bit. Latrell with the goal kicking, I think that helps him a little bit more. Um, and, and look, if South's going to put 50 on the Tigers, which is every chance of happening, Latrell gets, you know, eight, nine, 10 goal kicks opportunities. So that's the easiest 40 points in goal kicks you're probably ever going to see. And Latrell, good kicker. So uh, let's just hope he has the goal kicking. That'll be that'll probably be the closest watch for me on a Friday night is, is hoping Latrell gets the kicking with that calf injury. I'd say if they've held him out this long, he should be ready to go. Yeah, and the, you've got to remember the guy that they had goal kicking isn't playing. So yep. they're probably just going to be like, let's go, Bucko. You got to. I was to listening to. Um, yeah, I was listening to. I think it was beers and break evens, maybe or SC playbook. I can't remember which one it was, but Maddie the Waterboy was pretty insistent that Damian Cook might get the the kicking if Latrell isn't right to go, which is great for me. I don't. I don't know how that. I mean, this guy's a South's tragic, so he'd know definitely more than me, but. Damien Cook goal kicking could be very interesting that, if Latrell doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Keep dropping the questions in, guys. We've got a few people jumping on now. Any trade questions, we'll cover them for you. Uh, CNK was the guy I was talking about. Luke Roden as well. He's already called me out. I, I like CNK. I'm going to try and find a way to get him in next week. And it I might like be too. at Joey. It might be a Joey Manu's expense. Don't don't love it. Don't hate it. We'll see how I feel next week, and we'll see if Joey Manu goes well tonight. It's a definition uh, of sideways with four trades. I'm not even playing devil's advocate. I hate that. Nah, I'm doing it. You know, I love trades when you go against them. So <laughs> you've just confirmed it for me. Uh, Troy you Beard is asking. You're a coward. <laughs> hey, have uh, gone Bateman to Cody Walker with two trades left. What are your thoughts? I mean, is Cody Walker that important with that small amount of trades left? I wouldn't be doing that. If I had that many trades left, I would be saving those two when you're injured. Imagine if, say, you've got Fafita and Fafita goes down and you find yourself with zero trades because you've just burnt this. And is it two trades left after that? Because, like, say Harry Grant does a calf, um, Fafita uh, does his knee, or they shut him down, and or just a niggling injury and they shut him down because he's out of, I suppose, finals contention you could just plug and play Bateman. Whereas, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it, man. Yeah. I, we've been big advocates throughout it. And obviously if you followed the show for this long, we've been talking about having trades in the bank all season. We've been talking about how important it's going to be in the final three rounds to have trades. So this is probably why you'll see us maybe kind of bite back a little bit at the people that have minimal trades left making moves because we wouldn't do that. And we've advocated against doing that. So that's probably the reason for it. Um, Terry King doesn't understand why people are buying Latrell. bit concerned still about his calf and he's keeping Gutho. And you spoke a little bit about this on Tuesday. So this is probably more your mindset, right? Yeah, this is my mindset. Look, I'm getting low on trades, so I've sort of been forced that. But I'm going to make a different trade, and I am going to have to fade Latrell for the rest of the year because of this trade this week. Um, I'm going to be really worried about it. Um, Gutho's going to score well. Yeah, I, I think that that's a good play. And he has six trades left. Thinking of getting nice and warm. <laughs> And I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. I think the Knights and the Warriors have two of the best draws in the run home. And if you don't have guys like Marju and Ponga, I'd probably prioritize those two guys from the Knights. Or if you want a pod, maybe Bradman Best. CNK, DWZ, um, yeah, all the yep. same. 
SJ, all these guys. I mean, look, hopefully you've got Nico and Cleary. That's probably still the best combo to, to run home with at halfback. But yep. SJ, if you if you don't, and then Torhu. I mean, some people have added for Noah Blake. This is I'm really hoping for us that we haven't bought into the Warriors up until now, and it's hurt us. Don't get us wrong. But if you haven't bought into the Warriors, this is a moving week for us. Some teams have AFB. They've got Torhu. They've got Dallin Wateni Zalesniak. They've got Chance Nickel Klockstad. They might even have SJ. Like. There's five really good popular options there from the Warriors. Heaps of people still have Jackson Ford, and you can't blame them for that. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, he he should, could average 65, 70 for the run home with that draw that they have. So, I mean, there's six guys that we've just mentioned that could be out this week. So, for anybody who hasn't bought into the Warriors, this could be the week to move. Uh, or maybe that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Maddie trades. Uh, while more questions come in, what are your thoughts this week? I know that you're not really making too many moves, but I think you've got one so, in mind. So I had four coming into this week, and I've spoke a lot about how much I loved Alexander Brimson as a player. And look, I just thought coming out of Origin Camp that he might have fired a bit better. The Titans have kind of gone to shit, um, so I'm going to have to eat my words. And look, I think the a good case of Supercoacher that can pivot when they're wrong. And I got the Brimo take fairly wrong. I got him at 514K. I think he's 537. Went up to 560, bounced back. And I find myself with enough money to get Cam Munster. They still have a really good run home. And I can have Cody Walker and Cam Munster. All his buys are finished. Um, I am a little worried that I will have to forego Latrell. Unless one of my, unless like Joey Manu, or like a, um, or like a Garrick or CNK or somebody like that, Latrell and their money sort of match up because I can't afford him in one trade if I do this trade because I'm spending 120 from AJ to Munster. But when, oh sorry, from yeah yeah. So when Cody has AJ his buy, yeah. When Cody has his buy, I can play Munster instead, whereas I'd have to play Brimo against the Storm. I just, you know exactly what I mean. Cam Munster is going to outscore AJ Brimson in that week by a fair lot. And I probably, I was looking at my team, I was looking at each point, and I probably wasn't even going to play Brimson for any of these games. So that was the point in which I ate my words, and I'm getting Cam Munster in. Full credit to you. I mean, I don't compliment you too often, but like, I, I, I feel like in Supercoach, it's so important to just own your mistakes and, and just pivot and move on. Like, a lot of people will get stuck and go, Yeah, I said AJ Brimson was good. I mean, you do a podcast, right? You're telling yeah. the masses the moves that you're making each week. So it's even harder for us to go back on our words. I mean, we could go back and say, Well, the Hudson Young experiment hasn't worked. Uh, I still believe it might come good. And I think you do too, which is why we're holding him. But You've just got to cop sometimes when you get them wrong, and you've got to trade them out, and you've got to you've got to move on. So yeah, that's a good move. I've got I've got plenty of things wrong this year. Like Murata Niakore, um, I think Hudson Young will still come good. Like he gets like, you know, 40, 50 in base, and he's a chance of scoring two tries any week. That's something I'm okay. You know, I'm running with Hamali Olakwa too, whereas you know he's only five or six percent owned. Like that's turned out pretty well. Um, AJ Brimson is a really high upside player. Um, I just got him at the wrong time this year. Yep, yep, fair call. I mean, look, hey, if you did the same move last year, you would have been swimming in super coach points. So, yeah, that was timing. in the back of my mind too. So, mm. uh, quick question from Mark or 
maybe a statement going a little bit left field this week, VC on Cam Munster and captain on Valentine Holmes. Hey, I don't mind either of those. Uh, Munster, you don't really have to look at the matchup. He's pretty matchup proof. Go big against anybody. Uh, what are your thoughts on captaining Val this week? Who, who are they playing? I'm um, just quickly looking it up. Oh, they're playing the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Ooh, really there's like point. That. There's going to be some points in that game for sure. So I like that. Honestly, That's a nice move. Yeah, I'll chat about mine, but um, that is something that I might consider now. Mm, don't mind that one at all. Uh, Madison is asking, is Trell worth it if you already have Cody Walker, Ponga, Munster, and have had drink water since round 11? I'd say no. If you've got those four, you don't need to trade because you have to trade one of those to get Trell. Yep. And I'd say I wouldn't want to trade any of those four guys out. So if, I'd say pass. If Trell, if Trell becomes must-have, you can do it in a couple weeks. Just don't get Latrell. Like Terry mentioned earlier, um, he is coming back from cup. He hasn't played for 12 weeks. Like, yes, everybody's scared because all, basically all of us didn't bring Nico in the first week he was coming back because he was coming back from an injury. Um, that might have hampered him a little bit. I think that's in the back of everybody's mind. Have a look what happened with Cleary last week. He just went into cruise control. Um, Trell could, that could just happen. Um, cruise control? Yeah. Where's the crickets? Where's, <laughs> he sent me off for nah, anybody who uh, can't he, see on, yeah, on, uh, on, on audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Braino, come over here. Yeah, no, mm. that's um, that's a professional foul. Uh, you'll get down for that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it. yeah. Contact was high. Was forceful. It was to the head. You're in the bin. <laughs> uh, speak, all right. If you speak to me like that again, <laughs> was that Nico Hines last week? Speak. Yeah. You speak to anyone on my team again. <laughs> uh, we're not going to have it. You're going to be in the bin. Can, uh, can you my, tell me your trades? My trades are. Got to find them. Uh, I'm bringing Latrell in. I'm taking the punt. On Latrell, I'm going Gutho to Latrell, and look, don't get me wrong, this could easily backfire, but I feel like, and as somebody who owned Latrell Mitchell last year, uh, right at the start, I took a punt on Latrell last year, and it worked out beautifully for me. I'm really hoping the same thing happens again. And just looking at the matchup that they have against the Tigers this week, if it was anybody but the Bulldogs, Tigers, or Dragons, I probably would just watch for a week. But the fact that he's got such a nice matchup this week is just too nice to ignore. The Eels also coming up against Melbourne Storm, I don't really love. So, Gutho to Trell, my first move. Now, my second move is Jared Croker to Hamiso Tabuifido. I haven't backtracked on that one. I'm just going to stick with it. I like the draw I like the draw for the Dolphins over the next month. Hammer's going to be in the thick of everything. Uh, we spoke about this on Tuesday, and Maddie kind of talked me into Hammer as opposed to going with Asako, which is a little bit safer. But we know that I love the upside, and I love a bit of spicy trade at this time of the year. I like Hammer as a fifth center wing option. I can't wait for you to blame me for that one when it backfires. No, nah, I own him, mate. I, I, own actually, him. Love hey. the, I actually love the Hammer pick. Um, Asako hasn't looked as good, uh, but maybe that was because Hammer wasn't at fullback too. But like Hammer hasn't looked as good. I, for the Dolphins, it looked great in Origin. Um, Hammer hasn't looked as good, but yeah, I just wonder if that'll sort itself out now for both Hammer and Osaka. Let me tell you, I would not be making this move if Jeremy Marshall King was still out because the Dolphins are an absolute nobody of a team without JMK. The fact that he's back in makes me feel a bit better about their go forward. Uh, they've got a couple of key forwards back in as well, which is nice. Um, you know, I feel like they're at probably the healthiest that they've been since early on in the season. Hammer back at fullback. 
The only thing that deterred me from Asako was the fact that Valence Tafare was going to be inside him. And I just don't, I don't like Tafare at right center inside Asako. The guy doesn't pass. It's, it's just not a nice situation for Asako. So here's, here's one. If JMK has a bit of a slow run, maybe you get some early showers and some stuff like that. He is the first hooker I'm adding next year. Oh, for sure. If you, if you can get him at a discount next year, all aboard. All even aboard the even if I train. don't, with the fact that he probably won't play Origin or wasn't sort of in the mix for Origin, I'll probably get him and then he'll go play Origin. It happens with all my players. Well, he's a Kiwi, um, isn't he? Is he a Kiwi? Jeremy Marshall King. Yeah, he's a Benji Marshall's cousin or something. Right Kiwi. On. Yeah, right. Yeah, cool. Well, he won't be play- He'll still find a way to play Origin because he would have played. He's like, he 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 would have been like on on holiday looking at the Sydney Harbour Bridge and played um played a game for Sydney uh, Sydney City under fourteens or something, and yeah. uh, they'll find a way. It'll happen. It'll happen. Won't for sure. wake up. <laughs> uh, Terry was considering Jake Avarillo. What are your thoughts on Jake Avarillo? It's probably a no from me. I feel like maybe you're out thinking the rumor tad with with Avarillo, but uh, he looked good at fullback when he got the opportunity at fullback. Do they keep him there? I don't know. I'm not quite I mean, sure. He's moving what they on. Do with him. He he's moving on next year. Like they're out of contention. I wonder if they're just gonna try a few things. Um, I you know what they might do is just keep him there. there. They might they yeah. might just keep him there for the year, knowing that Stephen Crichton and Blake Taff are probably going to be fighting it out for who goes to fullback next year at the Dogs. Why would you then go and chop and change that position? You can easily just go, yep, the guy's leaving next year. Let him play fullback for the rest of the year so it doesn't disrupt the back line. And then you yep. just slot Crichton in or, or Taff in. So maybe he stays there at fullback. I don't I don't hate it. I just maybe feel like there's gonna be uh oh there he goes, Benji's stepbrother, JMK. Yeah. Um yeah, maybe maybe that's how it works. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. But, but how we'll... much time are they gonna are like the doggies spending standing under the posts? Like yeah, yeah. Um, this was probably one of the defining reasons as to why I didn't really want to go with Jacob Caraz because it'd be all base. Like as much as I love Jacob Caraz and he'll get me sixty in base, which is fine. I don't know how many times are they gonna score tries. Like how many opportunities are they gonna get to score points? So. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I know the Dolphins have been shit, but they've got a nice little run of four games coming up. So that's that's the punt that I am taking. Uh, let's talk popular trades, I guess, while we wait for more questions, if any more come in. The most popular trade this week is Nico Hines to Nathan Cleary. Give me your thoughts on that because it makes me throw up. In in two weeks' times, they're just going to wish that they had a bit of Nico hindsight about this one. Um, yeah, I just... I hate it, and I'm presuming that they're keeping SJ. I hope that they're not keeping Moses. Um, so the second most popular trade is Johnson to Cleary, which I much prefer because I'd say that the other pe- these people also have Nico Hines. So they're trading out Sean Johnson instead of Nico, which, look, I understand the reason why people are holding him and why people are keeping him because SJ's run is a dream run for the next three weeks. But, like, I mean, are we really picking Sean Johnson on a draw based on Nico Hines, who averages 99.1 for the season. He got 89 last week in a thrashing where his team looked fucking awful. And he's still got 89 points and outscored Cleary last week. I love it as a super coach player, as somebody that's out here giving people advice reverse trade. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm loving people jumping off Nico Hines. The less people that have him, the better. 
Um, Tohu Harris to Latrell is the third most popular. Thoughts on this one? I'm assuming via jewels. There's a lot of jewels going on there. Mm. Yeah, I'd say there's a bit of shuffling happening. Um, yeah. I mean, I, look, I'm fine with that. I think that's okay, especially with Tohu having the buy. There's some concerns around his minutes moving forward over the last two weeks. Uh, the fourth most popular is Mitchell Moses to Nathan Cleary, or for that, that makes sense, and then Torhu Harris to Nathan Cleary. So most of these trades are con combining either Latrell, Nathan Cleary, Nico Hines. It's kind of the way that people are thinking at the moment. Um, I'd almost say that you probably want Cleary for the run home, so I don't I don't blame them for doing that move. What are your thoughts on um, Payne Haas this week? People are, seem to be kind of running to go Torhu Harris to Payne Haas, which is the sixth most popular trade this week. Is he a must? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Look, I just think he could get some early shit. Now that I'm here, like I said that I was getting him. As soon as Origin finished, I said that I was getting Payne House. But now that I'm here, I'm starting to think Broncos are second, tie first. Maybe there's some early showers. He's coming back from that injury. It sort of lingered. He had an extra week. Um, didn't score tremendously last week. I think there's Tohu Harris has every chance of averaging the same as Payne Haas throughout the rest of the year. I think about what you can do with that 100K at this point in the year. And um, I think about saving a trade. Yeah. I, I agree on the save a trade if you've got less than five or six. Like trading at Torhu Harris isn't the answer. I don't think you're going to want those trades a little bit later. I'd say there's going to be a lot of chat when we get to round 27 and we start reviewing the season. A lot of people are going to wish that they held trades and that they didn't. And it's going to hurt a lot of people, which is going to be good. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I hope there's carnage in the last two weeks personally because we've held trades for that reason. And it'll give us a bit of a leg up. Mate, I'm, a, I'm only going to have three. So I hope there's not too much carnage. Last two weeks, mate, you can burn two trades on Rabbitohs guys in round 26 and then and use your last trade in round 27. That's not too bad. You'd be in a much better position than most. Um, so when we look at the most traded out, Torhu, number one. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, Nico Hines, 4,300 people are trading out Nico this week. Um, 3,800 trading out Sean Johnson. Uh, a lot of people, now the fourth most popular trade out is Tino Faso Malayawi. What are your thoughts on that? Because, I mean, he's already served a week. He's got two weeks left. What if you held him? Like, I, I wouldn't mind holding him because he'd be a massive pod for the last four weeks. The play was last week. Maybe these guys have enough trades to go. Maybe they're just going to Payne Haas. 
uh, but and then they're using that cash usefully elsewhere. I look last week; it was the play. If I had Tino, I would have traded him out last week, not this week. So, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think if you didn't trade him out last week, I reckon he's a hold now. I reckon just bite the bullet and hold him. Uh, Dream Buller, fifth most traded out, 501k, 45 break even. He's coming up against Souths. Not a great matchup for him, but like you've kind of wasted 200, 210k over the last month holding on to him, and now you're moving him on? I, I assume people are moving him to Latrell, which which is the only kind of move that makes sense. I mean, you've um, got a lot of money in the bank if you do. You'd have to. You'd have to. Um, okay, fair enough. I kind of get it. I mean, look, everybody's targeting... If you don't have Scotty Drinkwater, you want Latrell, you want Reese Walsh, like all of these popular fullbacks. James Tedesco is an option this week. So like all of those moves now make sense now that there's a, an abundance of fullbacks to choose from. Speaking of abundance of fullbacks, Clint Gutherson, the six most traded out. I won't ask your thoughts on that because you've kind of given them already. 904K, it seems like people are probably just cashing in. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai out for four to six weeks. He's the seventh most traded out. So that makes sense. T. Wilton also missing. So he's the eighth. Paseca, the ninth, who is also injured. And Reed Marnie is the 10th most traded out. This one I don't really understand, considering what we found from last week was that Reed Marnie was playing either injured or sick. When I, there's a little bit of rumor about both. I think he was injured and everybody else was sick. So he okay. said, I'll play. or And they just like managed his minutes just like because he was an extra body. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Reed Marnie is my second hooker and I'm, I'm not planning on trading him out. I think it's a bit of a waste of a trade going sideways to someone else at hooker. Um, and also, um, he's been named to start this week. So I think it was a, like an, a disc issue in his back or something um, is what was reported by NRL Physio. And usually the Bulldogs are pretty good with injury news. So it, it seems to be pretty accurate, I'd say. Uh, but I think he's a hold. Uh, yep. All right, most traded in. Cleary, number one, no-brainer. Latrell, number two, I understand that. Cam Murray, number three, most traded in at his price, 533K. Do you agree? 215K down on his starting price for the year. Mate, I've got a uh, hidden TikTok somewhere in the back of a, uh, a computer about 12 weeks ago when I said, mate, you need to get him in at 550K, and he kept dropping cash, and I never released the TikTok. So I do think that it is a, uh, a really good play. Um, yeah, you could just get him playing for the ride home at that price. You've just got to be aware like that you don't have too many South players because they have that looming buy, and he might not play. Oh, I think he'll play round 27, actually. Ignore that. Ignore me. Yeah, he definitely will, considering the Rabbitohs are ninth. So he, he, I'd say that you can rely on your Rabbitohs players to not be rested. Daniel Russell is the fourth most bought player. Basement price, 200000 2RF centre wing duel. We can assume that he will nuff out. I'm not 100% sure, though, uh, but not a bad enough option if you're looking for one. That, and it, also, if you need a number this week, it makes sense. Reese Walsh, the fifth most purchased. I like this. I think. Great. What What are your thoughts on fullback? Because this is the big popular decision this week, right? Like, who do I get as my, my run-home fullbacks? We've got Clint Gutherson, who's done a great job for owners so far. We've got James Tedesco now coming into form. He's got like 110 three-round average. Uh, then we've got... Scott Drinkwater, who is out of reach now for most people. We've got Latrell Mitchell now back. And we've got Reese Walsh now in the frame. Pick two of those five. Uh, Reese Walsh and Latrell. Okay. Okay. So Reese Walsh, fifth most sport. You agree with it? Yep. Cool. 
I, he's a, and I've said it all season. Fuck, I'm scared to, to not own him. I'm genuinely scared watching him play. Every time he gets the ball, he looks like he's just going to blow people apart. So completely on the same page with you on that. And he's not. He's actually discounted now, I reckon, 666K. I reckon that's a discount for Reese Walsh. Payne yeah. Haas, six most bought. I don't really agree with this one. I feel like front row and hooker are just those wastelands of the this year. And if you've got Torhu and Tarpany, I'd say maybe either people are playing short at front row, which I don't mind, mind you. I actually think you could play one short and get a free loop for the week, yep. depending on whether you've got Franklin Pele, Davy Mowali, and all these other shit kickers like Sonny Luke and stuff. Like if, you, if you're kind of stuck with a shit AE, that, that may be a different story. But yep. I don't know whether you need Payne Haas. I genuinely yeah. don't. Watch him go on average 95 for the rest of the year. Yeah, uh, cool. Cody Walker, seventh most bought. I get that. Nice matchup. Nice little run home. Munster, eighth. You're buying him. So I guess you agree. Yeah. I Somewhat. think I can't afford Luttrell and I'm getting the next best thing. Fair call. Corey Horsburgh. People are jumping back on the Corey Horsburgh train. Big red. Ninth most purchased this week. 2,000 people bringing him in. 669K he is. Uh, the Raiders have a nice draw, which is why we picked him. Well, we picked up Hudson Young for the same reason. Raiders have the Knights into the Tigers the next two weeks, so maybe people are hoping that Horsburgh gets involved in in some attacking yeah. stats. I hope so. Uh, they've got the Bulldogs in round twenty-five as well, so not too bad. And the Sharks in round twenty-seven, who aren't exactly doing that well. So he um, does have that upside. Like he can score one hundred and twenty as a second row. So yep. And Joey Tarpany six sixty k is the tenth most purchased. Yep. Kind of weird that people are jumping on him right now, right? That's random. As a, as an owner, I wouldn't have considered it. I'm just not getting rid of him because I own him, um, and I'm not getting rid of Tohu for exactly the same reason. But it hasn't really been lighting the world on fire. No, it's it's that's a strange pick. That's a strange. I'd rather paint Haas than Joseph Tarpany right now. Yeah, me too. Me too. Hundred percent. And they're the same price. So that's that. Top ten most Dude. bought and sold. Can we go through our vice captains and captains, Brainer? You lead us into it. Yes, I am thinking Latrell just because I brought him in and I like the Tigers matchup. Latrell will be my vice captain. I think you need to try and find a way to get a VC on a Rabbitohs player this week, whether it's Cody Walker or Latrell, or uh, if you really want to get super spicy, maybe AJ scores about seventeen tries. Uh, who knows what could happen? This could be anything. This game, but Latrell's my VC. Yeah, yeah, We're definitely not a straight C. Uh, and then a uh, captain's pretty safe. I'm going with Nathan Cleary this week. I think, I think Nathan Cleary he had he had a week to kind of work into it, and you said he was in cruise control, which made sense. Uh, that Sharks left edge is awful defensively, and I feel like Cleary, Crichton, Toto, Liam Martin are just going to absolutely tear it to shreds this week, and Cleary will be front and center. So I'd be very surprised if Cleary doesn't go and pop off 120, 130 this week against the Sharks. So that's those are that's where I'm going. How about you? Um, I'm thinking vice captain Cody Walker. Like you said, you want a piece of that Rabbitohs pie when they're playing West Tigers on a Friday night. Doesn't really make sense to captain. I don't have any Broncos anyway, and I've only got Joey Manu as a vice captain. If I wanted to captain, say a Cody Walker, I've currently got the captain on uh, Big Rubes, Ruben Garrick. Um, okay. Could be could pivot probably to Val Holmes or Cleary. Either Cleary's the safe one. Val has a nice matchup, as was pointed out to me before. I do just, and I think I uh, saw one of the guys saying it in the chat. Um, it's a game they're going to get up for. They're playing the Dragons. I think the Dragons, I honestly think the Dragons are worse than the Tigers. 
Um, I know that they won last week, but yeah, I'd be putting all my eggs in the Manly basket if I could. And right now I am captaining Ruben Garrick. Can you imagine if Tommy Turbo was fit and healthy playing against the Dragons this weekend? He would score 300,000. <laughs> bloodbath. Absolute bloodbath. Uh, let's tackle some questions, mate, before we wrap this one up. About 15 minutes to game time now. Uh, Ian Johnson is asking or telling us what his trades are. Gutho out, Latrell in. Will Kennedy out, Cody Walker in via Ponga. Leaves him with no trades. So so the question is, does he make these two trades and leave himself with nothing? Or does he just hold on to these two trades for emergencies and have to live with Gutho and Will Kennedy? I wouldn't be trading if I was you, Ian. I tell you what, I'd be doing a nervous poo after it, though. <laughs> yeah. Nervous trade poo. Maybe maybe you'd have to do the trade during the nervous poo. Yeah. yeah Wesley. Well, I, I would yeah, Wesley, uh, is Ryan Madison worth holding his minutes of dwindled? Yeah, this is a bit of a funny one, isn't it? If you took a punt on Ryan Madison, it hasn't really kind of come to fruition, has it? Yeah, but he hasn't been bad enough for me to trade him out. I think I'd just hold him, hope that he comes good. I think he's got some good attacking stats. Of course, Hopgood's sort of... Coming to light has sort of hurt Madison a bit. I tell you what, I bet he wishes he didn't take that three-game suspension at the start of the year. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, that fine bit him in the ass, didn't it? Yeah, just cop the fine. Cop the fine, play some footy, mate. Uh, Mark, madness getting rid of Nico for Cleary, and he's a Panthers fan. Find another way. Four weeks ago, it was a no-brainer, and he was an every-week captain. Uh, forgive <coughs> for a couple of average games. And uh, we completely agree. So Mark's on the money with that one. Uh, Ian has held Tino and is hoping everybody sells, and that's exactly what I said earlier. I feel like it's the time to hold him now. Well, Cop the two games. Well, with no, well, no trades, you don't have much choice. So. No, no, that's right. But it could be a really good pod for the run home and, yeah. and could be a guy that everybody wants in two weeks' time. Uh, Kevin Dalton, trading at Preston for Munster. Six trades left, so still in a decent place with trades. Putting the C on Drinky this week against the Drink. Titans. That. Drinky oh, Jesus. Oh. Drinky could score 150 this week, and I wouldn't be drink surprised. This week, it's drink Bolter. It's drink that it gold flakes vodka. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a nice, nice little play. Trading at Preston for Munster as well is is beautiful. All for it. Yeah. Uh, and, and Wesley asked if Captain Garrick. You've already answered this one. DCE is 300th against the Dragons. I'm going to. Uh, yeah, I think I'm yeah, going yeah. to. Yeah, DCA could do some serious damage, and that means that if Manly put on points, Garrick's going to be kicking goals. So plenty of positives. I, I think from looking other weeks, um, fullbacks do really well classically against the Dragons as well. 11 tries this year they've scored. I just had yeah. a look at the try map. I haven't had a look at the point stats per position recently, but yeah, um, yeah Dragons have conceded 11 tries to fullbacks this year. Right wing and right centre – so right wing have they've conceded eighteen tries to right wingers this year. So yep. who's the right wing against the Dragons this week? Who are they playing again? It's gone completely blank. Manly. The, Jason the Saab. The Dragons are playing Manly, so that Jason is... Saab could score about four tries. Chuck him in the your multi draft. this week. Yeah. Chuck him in your multis. Can, uh, can, you, um, can you tell me your sit start this week? Um, because yeah. we're all getting good enough teams that it comes to this point. And, yeah, you've got blokes that you need to sit, got blokes that you need to start. I never had that uh, luxury earlier on in the year. So what's your plans? I am sitting Christian Welch. I'm sitting Reid Marnie. I'm sitting Britton Nickera this week. 
uh, which a little bit That's risky, spicy. but I would rather play Hudson Young and Hamaliola Kawatu over Britton Nicker this week against the Panthers. <laughs> Uh, so I'm playing Fafita, Hopgood, Young, and Olakawatu in my two RF and sitting Nicara. I'm playing Hines and Munster, Ponga, Cleary. Uh, I'm also sitting Ronaldo Mulatalo and Valence Tavare. I could play yeah. Valence Tavare. That wouldn't bother me this week with the matchup against the Dogs. Um, yeah. But th- those are my sits. What about you? Yeah. So I'm sitting. I'm sitting Reed. I'm sitting Welch. I'm sitting YPAP instead of Nikara, and I'm going to play Hudson Young and Olakawatu as well. I'm still going to play Nikara. I just think he's good enough. I think that Nico's good enough for him to jag an attacking stat somewhere, and I think he still has an upside of maybe 60 or 70, whereas IPAP in a druthering will probably just get 50. Um, I am playing Alex Johnson and I'm playing Nick Meany. So sitting IPAP, sitting Christian Welch, sitting uh, Reid Marnie, not as big of an issue for me due to the fact that I have Chance Nickel Klopstad, which I have to sit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sitting Ronaldo Mulatalo because he's running at the edge of Stephen Crichton and Brian Toll, which is probably the best center wing defensive combination in the competition at the moment. Yep. No one is going through them. Uh, I would be very surprised if Mulatalo scores more than 25 Supercoach points this weekend. Make so sure. if you have an opportunity to sit Mulatalo and he's in your team, I would be doing it. Oh, um, probably, probably should note that we're playing Max King. Both of us are playing Max King over Christian Welch. Yes. For those yeah. playing at home. Yeah, yeah good shout. Uh, Stefanos, Teddy or Latrell, what are your thoughts on this one? Because, I mean, Teddy in great form, Latrell coming back from a calf. There's risk going with Latrell, but maybe bigger upside. Or do you go with the proven form of Teddy? Do I have to choose? Because I would go neither this week. I would argue that you're going to have the depth. Um, I don't like Teddy's matchup against the Broncos, and I don't like bringing Latrell in a week, what I consider a week early after an injury. I know the team that he's playing. I get it. But just in case I'm not bringing Latrell in this week, I would save a trade and do either one of these next week. Tedesco's break-even is seven. So he could potentially be out of reach if you want him. He goes and gets 60 or 70 this week, which realistically he could. He's going to be 750, 760K next week. I mean, people are trading Gutho to him. Gutho could also just score tremendously as well. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, Honestly, strangely, I'm bringing in Latrell, but it just depends what your team's structured like. Because I nearly pulled the trigger on Teddy last week, which meant I would have had to forego Latrell. What do, you, what do you mean what your team structure is? They score points the same way. Um, Luttrell has a better run home, but Teddy's cheaper. Mate, if you think Teddy's a better buy, reverse your trade on Luttrell and go put Teddy in. No, I don't think he is. I'm still back in Luttrell. Yeah. Um, Troy traded in Keon and Brian To'o dropped Brian Kelly and Blake Wilson. Two great trades. Can't argue with those. Yeah. To'o could uh, run a mark against that Sharks left edge as well. And, so, and Keon could have a great run home with their matchups. Could do. Could do. Uh, Stephanos, Teddy and Murray or Latrell and McInnes? Oh, okay, McInnes makes me, makes me get a little bit excited. Luttrell, Luttrell and McInnes. Any trade that has McInnes in gets the upper hand in me. Honestly, I prefer Latrell anyway. Um, go Latrell and McInnes. That's fantastic. That's actually oh, top I like notch. It. Yeah, I like it. 
Adam running home with Hines and SJ and holding Tino. Love seeing his trade outs. Yep, we've spoken about that. Haas or Corey Horsburgh? Horsburgh for the upside. Payne Haas if you just want someone that's reliable that's going to get you 60 to 75. I'd argue just that you might not need to spend the trade in front row forward if you have Tohu and Taps. I mean, does the Corey Horsburgh duel to RF front row forward maybe give him the edge? Yeah, actually, probably. They're, the, they're about the same price. So, yeah, I'd probably go Horsburgh because I'm just scared of these early showers. Yeah, that's and that's relevant for the Broncos doing how well they're doing. Payne House will definitely get an early shower for sure. Uh, held Eli Katoa this whole time, Justin. Very patient man. Uh, if he scores well, I'd be very happy. Yeah, absolutely. He's um, coming off the bench, though. Um, surely you not playing him this week. Yeah, I'll, I'd avoid paying him if I could. Um, but holding him for a little bit of a run home, Storm have a nice little few games. Um, so if he finds his way back into the starting 13, good spot. Uh, all right, what else have we got? A couple more comments here that are starting to come through. Troy asking, should I vice captain Walsh tonight or Cody Walker on Friday? I'm saying Cody. You know what? I think Walsh is a better chance of probably activating that vice captain. I'm actually got the vice captain on Cody, sort of thinking that I'm just going to ride out the captain anyway, unless it's like, like, because Cody doesn't really score one sixties. He scores one twenties, and I wonder mm-hmm. if he's sitting there at one twenty anyway. I'm probably just not. I probably just go Walsh. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Take Cody out. Go Cody. I would if it was a captain option i would prefer cody due to the fact that i think he's got a higher floor yeah yeah maybe you vice captain walsh and captain cody yeah that could be the play actually don't mind that at all mind that mickey dell watching from the one of the hosts of the afl show loves uh so we've he was talking to me today and he wants to get really spicy with his trades he's got like a million trades left because he just stopped playing through the middle of the year and uh he's like give me some spicy trades i'm like tane milne against the west tigers could run a muck and score a hat trick this week on that right edge uh so he's brought in milne and it's now his favorite player it's not deal bags anymore it's milney so yeah drop right. a little you know what? in here probably probably best for his uh profile that uh deal bags isn't his favorite player anymore <laughs> Very, I did, very, a, uh, did very. an NBA podcast with Mick this week if you want to duck back and have a look. He's got a couple of others coming as well with uh, Matty G as well. So plenty yeah, of nice. NBA content coming very soon. Very, uh, very excited about that. Ian Johnson's got some bold predictions for us. AJ Hattrick, Cody Double, Latrell Hattrick, VC on Latrell with a free VC as he only has 16 with Baby Tino as an AE. Mate, if this happens, the Tigers could concede 120 points. And I don't think it's going to happen, but goodness me. I wouldn't be upset if AJ scored a hat-trick and Latrell scored a oh, double, yeah. that's for sure. And Cody, too. Yeah, Yeah, I don't have Cody anymore. I'm going uh, Cody that, and AJ, and we're going Latrell and AJ. So Yeah, yeah basically. Right. As long as AJ does well, we both win, so it's all yeah. good. Uh, all right. What else have we got? Trade. Okay, so here we go. Last trade, Gutho to Latrell or save the trade? I'd save the trade, Tyler. I don't, I don't think you need to make that trade if it's your last one. You I love Latrell, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But no, I, I don't think it's worth. Gutho could score 100 any week as well as, as Latrell. So. Uh, Mark, Teddy gets the base and works to get points. Latrell zero base, but scores points in clumps. Yeah, and that's true. You've got to ride those waves with Latrell. He gets 60 or 70 points in 10, 15 minutes and then goes missing just, and does nothing for 40 minutes. I just so. look at the run, Mark. 
I just look at the guys that the that these guys are playing. He's not just gonna he he can go into cruise control. I get it, but he's every chance of scoring 180 during this run home. Yeah, could do, could do. Uh, Jamie, a little bit of an NBA question here, Maddie, to wrap things up. What are your thoughts on Jalen Brown's however many million dollar deal that he got recently? Mate, I think he sort of cuckolded him. They sort of had to pay him that. Otherwise, he was max gone, um, if we're talking about American sports and Australian sports at the same time. I think that they had to pay him. And honestly, there's always suitors to trade out of this. You just sign your guys in the NBA when you've got them and you trade out of them later. Just give someone a a, a really shitty team a first-round pick and make him play in Detroit for two years if he stinks it up or gets uh, too badly injured. I think that he had, they had to do it. And I think with this call, uh, Boston are serious contenders going into next year. Good shout. And Ian reckons Roosters in a tight one. So, uh, mate, we've got about five minutes until the first game starts. So that might oh. do us. But, let's uh, go Broncos. Let's uh, go the Mighty Broncos. I reckon Dean Mariner, anytime try scorer tonight. Dean Mariner's going to score a double. He's going to score a double at 580. Oh, big spice. I like that. We'll see. We'll see whether this one comes through. Hopefully, we've answered all your questions, guys. Good luck for this week in NRL Supercoach. Hopefully, some green arrows. We'll see you on Sunday for the Sunday sesh, the wrap-up show. Until then, good luck. Have a good weekend. Cheerio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 